Hello, this is Joseph Carlson, and this is episode 135 of Gaming with Grief, and I'm calling this episode Canna Bridge of Spirits Spoiler Review because, well, it's my Canna Bridge of Spirits Spoiler Review from last week. I gave my early impressions, but before that I want to remind you guys that this podcast will hit my website, www.gamingwithgrief.com, Monday morning at 7 a.m., Go there, leave a comment, let me know what you think of the show. Or you can go to iTunes or the Google Play Store and subscribe to the podcast there. Give me the stars, the likes, the reviews, stuff like that. If you share the podcast, I would greatly appreciate it. Or you can go to gwgpodfellows at gmail.com and write me an email and let me know uh, if there's something you want, like a game you want me to cover or what you thought of an episode or something like that. And finally, you can find me on Twitter at JustLittleJoe. So go there, uh, you know, let me know what you think of the show again, or if you have a question or a comment or what I can do to improve, let me know there. Um, Yeah, this is just basically a part two of last week's part one, because I uh, finished Kana Bridge of Spirits, and I'm going to, one, spoil the game, so I'm going to go through, because to me, this game is a game about a narrative, um, and I talked about a little bit Last week, you know, if you go to Gaming with Grief, you're not coming here to see how I review the puzzles or the combat or the collectible hunt or, you know, anything like that. I will say, though, very quickly, uh, I said it last episode a little bit, but Ember Labs did an amazing job with the animations. Uh, there was some really amazing moments in the campaign where I had uh, the feels. I felt things... Uh, you know, it, it made me sad. Basically, <clears throat> to follow up on what I was saying last week in my early impressions, this is a game about a wandering spirit guide, Kenna, who goes to this valley uh, near a mountain and basically helps spirits move on. There is some um, business that they need to accomplish to move on to the next life. Uh, they have a mask because most spirits uh, are in this world um, have wear masks if they're either spirit guides or um, there's even some kids who have some masks and I don't think they really get into the mask thing but I know there's been some criticism of this game uh, I've seen online because no one can really determine where this game is located but I think that's intentional I think the developers picked a place in imagery from like a tribal society uh, everybody that you encounter, there's different races. Um, it's kind of this multicultural thing. I like it. Again, a lot of people were upset because it's like it doesn't seem like it fits a place in the world. But this is a fantastical game. So if they came up with a fantastical way to tell a fantastical story, that does not upset me. Uh, I think it's pretty good that they chose to do this. Um, but yeah, Kenna moves into this valley kind of getting rid of this corruption uh, and things that are in the land, these like egg-like red pods. You use, um, you have this like pulse ability. You have a blue necklace and a staff with a blue crystal on it. And like every video game trope we've ever learned, red is bad, blue is good. I've said it many times before. I like cliches. It doesn't bother me. To me, it is almost shorthand uh, nowadays for gamers to look at that and realize that what they're seeing is either good or bad. You can scan across an environment, see lots of red pods, and say, that is a place I need to take care of. The blue stuff is good. Um, they use Later on, they um, introduced a mechanic where you literally um, 
you use your blue crystal and a bomb to basically move things like platforms appear from what you're doing to move them and i think that's pretty cool um so again everything blue is good everything red is bad fine but what i really want to talk about is the narrative of this game because i think that um i've heard a lot of reviews about you know this is a middling game i said it a little bit last episode ember labs is a small team they worked on animation uh for various studios before um and um you can really tell in the cutscenes that that's what they did there's a lot of old school thing in this game like cutscenes just start and stop like they fade to black when you teleport it fades to black and then fades back up where you want there's no cool transition and a lot of people said well this is kind of a middling game i want to see what they can do next Again, it did win some awards at the Game Awards. I mentioned that last week. But I don't think a lot of people are talking about the narrative of the game, which I think is actually really, really good. Um, again, Kenna is a wandering spirit guide that goes from place to place helping spirits. Now what happens is you go to the main shrine, you usually find a mask, or you talk to an elder uh, there who is a spirit as well, and he tells you, listen, this person's really having some problems. Here's his mask. Go to this area of the map and try to help him out. You'll see him just like you see me. Um, I'm paraphrasing all this. This is kind of implied in the game. But basically, go help this person like you're helping the town. And you usually see a yellow wisp of light. You follow it. It becomes a faded memory. Uh, And what the game involves, what it involves is taking the mask and finding three artifacts from the person. So um, the first artifact you find a... um, you know, I don't even remember the first. Uh, one of the guys is a brother who's trying to help his younger siblings, two small children that you see in the trailers and things like that. He Basically, there is a famine uh, that's affecting where he lives, and there's also a plague. So that's terrible. People are dying. The elder brother goes to find food and things like that for his siblings. Um, he doesn't make it. Uh, basically, uh, he they show you some, some flashbacks. And you find a lantern that he used to help find his siblings when he got lost in the woods. Uh, you find a book. It's not even a book. It's looked like a book. It's got a fox carved in it. It's actually a box with treats in it. Um, it's stuff like that. You help find these artifacts. You place them like in this ceremonial place near someone's home. And it makes a triangle, basically. And then a cutscene starts, and you have to defeat the corrupted part of this person because basically they gave away you know, the goodness of the light to accomplish something. Um, I like that the game, I beat it in about nine hours, just under 10 hours. So it's incredibly manageable. This isn't a 50-hour game. You could spend way more time. I pretty much mainlined it. I did find some of the collectibles. When you go to different areas, you can find different things. But again, I'm not going to talk about that. But you can do that in the game. Um, In fact, they warn you during the last cutscene, are you sure you want to (laughs) continue? basically giving a wing to the player like if you want to find everything go back and find stuff um but i think it's really powerful because everybody in the book is basically trying to run away from death the um the older brother in the beginning is sad because people in his village die his mother's died and he doesn't understand what's going on so he wants to find answers and go find um supplies i believe and his siblings come with him because they're it's their older brother and they love him very much But uh, the interesting moment of death happens. There's usually an explosion or something, and you see their yellow spirit leave their body, which I thought was always very interesting. 
um, and if I'm getting his name right, I think it's Kano. The main villain of the piece is basically using this rot in a way, uh, which you find out later, which I'm going to spoil, because, again, spoilers are on for all this. Um, basically, what I just described is in the first trailer a little bit, um, but I'm going to get into deeper spoilers. The second area you go to is a farming valley with uh, two women, uh, uh, Adria, and, you know, I can't remember her uh, her wife, but basically they were in love. Um Adria's wife goes to find food because people are dying and there's a famine. Um, Adria was a blacksmith and takes something out of the earth, like the heart of the forest, basically this blue orb like you've been seeing in the games, and tries to make a lighthouse because they're on the coast. And Adria's wife goes to find supplies and doesn't come back. And when you see Adria's ghost after you find her artifacts, she says, I knew that, uh, I knew... I knew the answer, but but I didn't want to accept it. You know, she didn't come back because she had died. And um, there's a massive explosion, uh, and her spirit leaves her body. And she basically, um, because she took this thing out of the earth and is using it for a light for a lighthouse for her uh, wife to come home, uh, it is um, sad, and it takes away part of the earth. And that's kind of like how the corruption takes root, is you're taking something. Um, I thought this was really great. And again, it's the idea of running from death. The fact that she says, you know, I didn't want to accept what I knew was true, um, but I, I, couldn't, I couldn't take it. And I pretty much gave in to, you know, the corruption. Um, that's sad. And finally, uh, I want to say Kano, but that's wrong. He probably has the most moving story. Um, he is uh, the main villain, and he's the third person you basically have to fight or help or get their artifacts. And again, I like that this game is only eight hours, and it's really a three-act structure. One, you know about spirits and things. The first one is to help kind of unravel the mystery of what's going on. There's a famine and a um, you know and a plague that sets that up. Then you go to the next place, and they actively try to change things. Um, you know, take something from the land to make things better for everybody. And the third one is someone kind of turning against their training, uh, Kano, which I'm, I think I'm getting his name wrong. But anyway, it's the idea that um, I think the last person you go after, because again, voice spoilers, um, there's a creature in the woods. I think they just call the creature. I don't think it has a name, but it's like a deity that they worship. It looks like this big deer-ish, kind of like how to train your dragon kind of dragon, but he's got moss on his head and antlers. This, um, the main spirit you've been seeing in the village, this old man that has been helping you along, is basically the town elder. He has the staff, uh, one of the staffs like you have, and he, um, he, um, tells you, you know, this is going to be difficult and it's going to be hard, but this person that he was training to be the elder uh, this main villain, Kano, again, I don't, I can't believe I didn't write his name down. But he says, basically, you know, he was led astray. And after you find uh, the villain's artifacts and have a flashback, you pretty much see this, where he, uh, this young man who's in training, gets in a fight with his master, uh, looks like attacks him, and then goes after this deity, um, you know, in the woods. And there's an incredibly moving scene where he sees this creature, it's benevolent it sees him kind of isn't scared bows and then um goes away but this man attacks him because he says you did this to us we don't need you anymore 
and just gets mad. And now whenever he grabs his staff, because he took it from the old man, his, his mentor, not only does it turn blue, but it turns purple. So it's like kind of in between, obviously. And he throws one of his spears at the creature, and he's so enraged that it infects his spear. And when the spear strikes a creature, it basically turns the creature into this corrupted rot thing. Well, funny story. Uh, the rot that you're using, those little creatures that I described last week, the little black, uh, funny, adorable creatures, um, they get taken from you in the end battle, which I was like, oh my gosh, how dare you take these creatures? I love them so much. Um, but he he takes them um, from you, and after you kill him, uh, their eyes turn yellow and they seem to be evil. Uh, after you remove the corruption from the the main villain, the yellow leaves their eyes and they become normal. You have a goodbye moment because you know there's something more important going on. All of the rot, these little adorable black furry creatures, uh, turn into blue light. They go up in the air and they form a brand new deity creature that has been healed from what has happened in the land. And it's like everything is hunky-dory. Um, it is alluded to earlier in the game that your father is also dead and uh, has died, and you can't really accept it. You, Your staff was actually his staff, and you have a flashback where you're going to the place between worlds. You see spirits, and you have a flashback of yourself frantically being a young girl, frantically looking for your dad. Um, you know, And then your younger self says to you, can you help me hold this staff and look for my father? And you say, I will. I'll help. You know, I'll hold it, whatever. And um, yeah, I do have one apology, though. So last week... I said that there was these weird flashbacks where it looked like Hannah was an old woman and you're kind of going through this thing over and over again. I was way wrong. Uh, Taro, which is the character in the beginning, it's the first mask you find and the person you go after. Um, I screwed it up. They have animated Taro to look like an elderly uh, Kina. And I, uh, and I thought to myself, oh, wow, this is a different person. <laughs> so I totally screwed, up, screwed that up. Um, but it's alluded to that maybe there'll be a sequel where you go try to find your father. Maybe that's the next thing. Because the elderly spirit guy, before they move on, you hear his voice say, there's only one more spirit to attend to. And it might be yours. That's one way to interpret it. Or it might be you actually trying to go find your father, which I think is an interesting thing for maybe the next game. Um, you know, now that these developers have won an award, they now can go off and make the game... Um, you know, they, they won some accolades and stuff. And so maybe it was a thing of like, you know, oh, you know, not to say they're untalented. They obviously know what they're doing. But, you know, now um, working maybe with Sony a little bit more saying, oh, we, we really want to make these transitions a little bit smoother. How do we, you know, get these, um, these cutscenes to meld into gameplay? All that kind of stuff, I think, will make the um, story more powerful, I think. Because uh, it all kind of blends together to build a better narrative, you know, when you don't start and stop. I also did have some hard crashes on my PC, and my PC is all right. I have a 3070. Um, pretty good. Um, I had a few crashes. I obviously reported the bugs. Um, and it's not that big of a game. It's only like 20 gigs. So if you're worried about hard drive space or anything like that, you don't really have to worry that much about it. But I will say that not a lot of people have talked about the narrative of this game. I just want to say I think it is a very strong narrative. It looked like the only one or two people wrote the uh, story I probably should have gotten their names but they did an amazing job and uh, hats off to you um, sir madam 
And, um, you know, I hope to see more from you guys. I will definitely support you uh, when the next game comes out and the next game and the next game. So I totally spoiled Kenna, but maybe you'll play it for the collectibles and stuff. I'm thinking of going back to try to find some of the collectibles. When you beat the game, you do unlock a new difficulty, which is more difficult than the other difficulties. I'm not really a difficulty guy. To me, it doesn't really matter. So I will say, again, this kind of is a game of cliches. But I've said many times, I don't care about cliches and I love them. Uh, I do think that it is still a fitting story and well acted. The voice acting is good. I feel when people say certain things like, you know, this is bad for you. You cannot do this. You have to let go. Like, all that stuff still hits for me. And I think the whole game, even though it was a small, independent team, you should all be proud of yourselves. Congratulations on winning the two awards you won. And, uh, you know, um, yeah, I think that's it. I think... Uh, that is my Kana Bridge of Spirits spoiler review. Again, I've spoiled the game, but I've spoiled the narrative. There might be more to it. Maybe I missed, um, you know, maybe there's a secret ending when you find some of the hidden things, which I haven't found yet. I know a lot of games do that. They'll bury a secret ending in something that they've done. So Kenna Bridge of Spirits, I definitely recommend it. Check it out if you can. I think there's a sale going on at the Epic Game Store, and I know a lot of, like, it's on PlayStation and PC on the Epic Game Store. Go to both places and see if... Um, you know, there is a, um, hmm, hmm, hmm. oh, like a sale because it's the holidays and, you know, support independent developers. So, um, yeah, I think that's it this week, guys. But I want to remind you guys before we leave that this podcast will hit my website, www.gamingwithgrief.com, Monday morning at 7 a.m. Go there. Let me know what you think of the show. Or you can subscribe to Apple iTunes or the Google Play Store. Go there. Subscribe to the podcast. Uh, Give me the reviews, things like that, what you think of the show. Um, or you can go to gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Uh, drop me a line. If there's a game you want me to cover or, you know, let me know what you think, think of the show. Uh, you can rate me there for whatever purposes. So, yeah. And then also go to at um, JustLittleJoe on Twitter. I'll get better about promoting the show. But go there and you can also leave me a comment and let me know what you think of the show. So, you know what? Enjoy your week, everybody. Stay safe. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye. <laughs>